and the tread plus which doesn't come out until may is 2500 what does the tread plus do don't don't know Hello, and welcome to The Final Turn, an upbeat podcast about all things running. I am Keith, a 40-year-old runner currently hanging around 60 miles a week, and I'm spending a bunch of time at the track aiming for my first ever sub-five-minute mile. My co-host is Sean, a significantly more capable runner with a bunch of sub-five miles in his <laughs> past. Uh, Sean, have you decided if you're going to join me at the track tomorrow? Uh, I don't know yet. My, my hip was hurting me a little bit on the, uh, on the way home today, which we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, I haven't decided yet. I know it's uh, not too far away, but we'll see. My hips, I don't know if I'm ready for the speed. You, you're doing 400s. That doesn't. Yeah. Is this uh, mentally, I just don't feel like I want to. Where Out of 10, where five is the average amount of hip pain you've had over the last two years, what is, what was your, what is your hip right now? It's like a six right now. After our run today, like I was, I wouldn't say hobbling on the way home, but like I was feeling some pain running, running uphill on the way back. And right now, like I can feel my hip kind of throbbing a bit. So I'm going to stretch it out in a little bit and we'll, we'll see. I will, I will text right. you. Right, maybe we can get that down to a four. Okay. All right. So uh, today's show is going to be all about treadmills. It's cold in much of the world right now. And especially with the pandemic, it seemed like a good topic for us to take on this week. But before we get into it, please, please, please rate us on your favorite podcasting app. It helps us grow our audience and it boosts our fragile egos. <laughs> if you'd like to send us feedback, we can be reached at the Final Turn Pod on Twitter or at the Final Turn Pod at gmail.com. Whew, tongue twister. Our website is thefinalturn.com. No pod. Uh, okay, Sean, uh, I know you went for a run today because it was with me. Uh, your hip sounds like. It's not great, but otherwise, how are you feeling? I'm all right. I was I was pretty tired before we we hopped on this call. I just felt kind of a little bit out of it after not really, you know, we ended up, I ended up going nine miles today after uh, our whole run and I was planning on doing like five today. So yeah, hips hurting a little bit, but uh, overall, not too bad. How, uh, how are you feeling after that? Well, we did the Kearney Hills that we talked about on our last hill repeats episode mm -hmm. and i had never done that hill before even though it was only a few blocks away from my old place and it was brutal um <laughs> I, I i did some i i set the lap timer on my on my watch okay uh, our first one was 29 seconds the second one was 33 seconds and the third one was 35 seconds so we were oh wow we actually got slower well i, it, I felt like we were getting slower each one but i felt like we should have <laughs> gone faster on the last one <laughs> yeah i felt like you were being polite and i was holding you back like i feel like if there was someone else there that was pushing you you could have eked out at least a few seconds faster per per well, hill what's what was interesting is that I think the last like 20 or 30 meters, it seemed to, the incline seemed to increase a bit. I don't know if it was just my legs were that much more tired or like an, the incline actually went up a bit, but the last uh -huh. 20, 30 meters felt really hard. And I was just kind of like, let me just get up the hill at this point. I wasn't, you know, there's, there's no time. I, I purposely didn't put on a lap timer to compete with myself or compete with you. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I felt yeah. pretty good. The, uh, you'd, you'd mentioned that there's some, some, uh, we had a little cheer group at the bottom of the hill putting, placing bets on us. <laughs> yeah. There were some, Which, uh, some folks gathered at the bottom of the hill and they were just hanging out on the steps. And every time we started, yeah, on the third one, 
I heard one of them say, I got the one in the skin, which must have been me because I wasn't wearing a shirt as usual. <laughs> but that was that was a bad bet on his part. Yeah, it should have had like real time sports betting of seeing what the spread was on uh, on each hill repeat. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad I'm glad we got to do it. I'm glad we you know, we uh, we owned up to what we said we were going to do on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we don't have to do it again for a while. There's no. Yeah. Yeah. I felt you know, like we, it we would be dishonest. One. I felt like it would be dishonest to our listeners if we didn't go out and do that workout. So I'm glad it's done. And it was only three, but yeah, next time four and onwards and upwards. Yep. So, okay. Treadmill running. I am not an expert on this. In fact, I think it has been over two years since I have run on a treadmill. When is the last time you ran on a treadmill? Can you remember? I'm trying to think. Uh, It has to be probably about two years ago as well. Um, the last time that I ever can recall was the fires, um, which unfortunately happened very, you know, every year here in California. But uh, I remember last year, you know, it was COVID. So we were all uh, not at work. And two years ago, I'd have to say probably right around uh, that time was the last time I was on a treadmill because it was the smoke was so bad outside, uh, caved and uh, went on the treadmill. But it's it's not something I regularly seek out either, uh, so I'm not I'm not an expert here. <laughs> well, we're going to see if we could simulate being experts for this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The last time I did was also because of the fires, and I have sort of a funny story about that, but I'll I'll save that for a little bit later in the episode. Um, so I thought oh, we could go I, through. Yeah, we'll go ahead. I was going to say I actually remember. No, it was actually October of uh, 2019. I was in China. Um, and oh, I, wow. whenever I go to China, I've been to China uh, over 10 times, I think at this point. And every time I go to China, I, I will run, but sometimes I'm just very worried about running, uh, just due to, cause I don't really know where I'm at. I don't speak the language. I can't read. Uh, so I usually will hop on a treadmill. So I remember, uh, my, my wife and I were there, um, to visit some, some family and everything. And I just hopped on the treadmill then. So huh. now I now remember. Yeah. I, the AQI in various Chinese places can be pretty gnarly, but it's no, it's not, I mean, look, it, it, it's ephemeral, right? It changes, but the air quality index in San Francisco for most of last fall was worse than Beijing. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we can't be, you know, too sanctimonious ourselves. Um, so, all right, let's go through some of the benefits of treadmill running. And I, I mean, I can... It's it's easy for me to talk about reasons why I don't like treadmill running. So so we'll we'll do the benefits first and then let let me loose. So the first one I think is is and the and the biggest one is convenience. It doesn't require any planning. It doesn't matter what the weather is, the time of day. You can go whenever. If it's dark out, you can still go on the treadmill, and you you can multitask. Um, you know, if you have like, if you're expecting a phone call, but you don't know exactly when it's coming or, you know, maybe if you have children, you can, you can sort of fit it in between things in a way that you just can't with a run where you go out on a loop. Yeah, this is very similar. So we, we have a, we bought a Peloton bike uh, about a year ago and very similar where I, I enjoy heavily going out and, you know, going on the road, seeing views, going out for long rides, but there's something about being able to get a quick 20, 30 minute workout that's right behind me in the same room that I typically work in uh, between meetings or I just need a break from something and it's it's right there. It's ready to go. And uh, while I'll prefer 10 times over one to to go out on the road, the, the Peloton, very similar, is, is very nice to uh, to have. So that treadmill 
is I can agree with it. Do you think if you had an actual treadmill that like under what situation do you think you would use it? Not many. Uh, so the, the, so the, if you think about going out on a bike, you have to, you have to, you know, put on the bike gear, you have to put on the shoes, you have to get your helmet. And then, you know, I live, uh, there's stairs between me and the, the, the street. So I have to like carry my bike down and bike back up. And it's just this whole, it's this whole level of effort to actually get started versus the Peloton. You know, I just clip on my, uh, my shoes and I'm ready to go. But for running, you just put on a pair of shoes and go down the stairs. I feel the, the threshold or the hurdle to start running outdoors is much lower than it is for biking. Um, so it's like, yeah, if you only have 20 minutes, it's like two minutes to kind of get ready, two minutes to, to recoup or whatever afterwards. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, what about you? <laughs> I Okay, if I had a treadmill, I could imagine using it, okay, when the air quality is bad, if it's if the if it's pouring outside so much that uh, you know I just don't feel like dealing with with the rain, uh, it never snows here in San Francisco, so I wouldn't have that issue. Sometimes I really struggle to like warm up in the mornings, mm. so I could imagine doing like maybe five minutes, ten minutes on a treadmill before going out uh, for my actual run. Um. Some of the competitive aspects of the, the Nordic track or the Peloton. Um, yeah. I could imagine getting into that. Um, if I had f- friends or family that were using it a lot, I can imagine the competitive aspects driving me toward trying to better what people I know yeah. are doing. I'll plus one you on that for sure. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, yeah, I don't think it's, it's yeah, it's just not super compelling to me. Um, oh, maybe if I, was injured. Maybe if there were, if I really needed a soft surface and I, there wasn't an easily accessible one, I, I can imagine. Yeah. And th- th- also with injuries, if the air temperature is warmer, that can help. Like if you have a sore knee running someplace where it's 75 degrees can be better, or at least feels better than if it's 35 degrees, 35. Yeah. All right. The next benefit I have on here is it can be physically safer. So for example, if you're uncomfortable running alone somewhere or you don't know a, a place or, or it's, or it's late, um, obviously running, uh, <laughs> yeah. on a treadmill doesn't have those issues. Um, yeah, yeah. I think very, very straightforward on that. And it's the, the, the thing that I have actually always enjoyed was the fact that you can control the pace and the elevation at any moment. So if you're like, what we just talked about recently was doing a hill workout or doing mile repeats and you want to hit a consistent pace and not have to think about that pace. Or if, if you're actually hitting that pace by always looking down at your watch or whatever it may be, you know that you're going 10 miles an hour for five minutes for 10 minutes or whatever it may be, or you're doing a 2% incline. It's very, very convenient for that. And especially for early runners, I think it's, it's nice knowing your pace because it takes a lot of time. I feel like it takes years to actually understand your body and say, I know that I'm running a seven minute mile right now, or I'm running an eight minute mile, but you have to listen to your body. And that takes a lot of time versus, Hey, I really want to go and try running eight 30 today. Like going on a treadmill makes that really, really easy. Yeah. I remember when I was in high school and this was long before I took running seriously at all. Uh, my family belonged to a gym and I would, 
occasionally run on the treadmill there. And I remember every time I went, I increased the pace by a 10th, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't remember where I started. So I started at six and the next time was 6.1 and the next time was 6.2. And yeah, if you're looking for sort of a steady linear increase and uh, of your efforts, it's really, it's, it's much, much, much easier to control versus running by feel outside. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, you sort of mentioned this with a hill. I mean, if, yeah, if you want a hill right this moment, that's not really possible if you're outdoors. And if you, but it, you know, if you want a hill of exactly this grade for exactly this many seconds, it's, it's pretty easy. Do you know, I don't know if Peloton does this or if Nordatrack does this. Are there, is there any software that allows you to sort of simulate a course like the Boston Marathon or something like that? You know, so, so I don't know where Heartbreak I, uh... Hill is on the Boston Marathon, but. You know, mile twenty. The, the treadmill so. would auto. Yeah, yeah. So at mile twenty, it would automatically <laughs> miles, you know, increase the goes up. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know much about um, the peloton itself. You know, with the bike, you can you know ride different scenery. So you can go like ride throughout San Francisco. You can ride throughout London. These different places. Right. But it doesn't actually. It's just visual. It actually doesn't change the uh, the resistance or anything as you go. But I don't know okay. much for like Nordic Tracker, maybe on the Peloton, maybe on the Tread, it's a little bit different. That would be really cool, though, um, if they yeah. were able to do that. I know like um, with the newer Pelotons, I think they automatically adjust resistance on the bike for you. And I think they can potentially do something very similar on the on the treadmill as well. Okay. Yeah, it was just something I thought of. Uh, all right. So this next benefit, I think, would apply more to you than me. But uh... yeah, so... One of the things, especially in college, I, I lifted a lot more in college than I ran. And I always wanted to get some level of cardio. And where I went to college in Ohio, it got very cold during the winter. So I didn't really feel like going to the gym and then like going outside for a run. So it was very nice to interleave uh, some level of cardio, a treadmill workout, either at the beginning or at the end of, of any of my strength workouts. Um, I've been fortunate enough where like living in San Francisco at the end of a strength workout at the gym, like I just go outside and just go out for a quick run. It's usually the less than a 5k. Uh, but it is very nice if you do want to interleave any type of, you know, strength training, yoga, or whatever, maybe with running, it's very convenient that if you're in a gym, it is like literally right there. So you have less of an excuse to be like, Oh, I'm not going to go out and do any cardio today. Have you, have you ever gone to Barry's boot camp? I have not. No. Okay. I've... So it's a half an hour long class, I think. It's half an hour ish and it's split into four segments of seven and a half minutes each. And it's two cardio and two strength. And it's pretty fun. Uh, a pet peeve I had. So the, the instructor will say like, it's amazing. He's, he's round robining, telling the people who are doing the strength workout, what to do and telling the people on the treadmill what to do. But He'll tell, okay, for those on the treadmill, you know, go either seven, eight, nine, depending on your intensity. So, you know, some people Mm -hmm. are faster than others. So he's um, trying to accommodate that. But I felt like a lot of people used the treadmill running at Barry's as like almost like a rest. I felt like they weren't really giving it their all. Oh, interesting. And of course, that's not really my style. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm basically racing on the treadmill and being annoyed, judging everyone around me, taking it easy. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I've done. Yeah, go ahead. 
I've, I've done the ones where like you do the row and the strength where you do like the row inside the treadmill and very similar where it's like you can use that because rowing is extremely difficult. Like I hate every minute of it. Um, <sighs> yeah. But it's like very similar where like a lot of people just like took their time or, or whatever on the uh, on that part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I try not to be I, look, I try and I don't do a very good job of not being too much of a snob about running. But yeah, I would notice yeah i would notice these people loafing it and you know <laughs> some people look I, motivation I some for you are, i understand some people are not as capable but these are folks who looked like you know they should have been that reminds me of okay this is okay this is sort of a disadvantage but this is a good time to bring it up so i sweat a lot one of the reasons why i don't like wearing a shirt when i run is if i do my shirt gets almost immediately soaked and it's sort of heavy and gross um now when you take a group fitness class, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm presented with this sort of like awkward choice. Like, I, I mean, either way, there's going to be a lake around me of like sweat dripping down. And <laughs> I, I don't know, I feel like so embarrassed about it. And mm. and then in berries in particular, like when you're switching between the strength and the, and, the, uh, and the cardio, somebody's supposed to come use your treadmill. And so... I mean, what it really needs to be is all like down. Sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some, some, but some, there's no definitely time. some disinfectant. Right. Yeah. So I'm like trying to thread this needle. This is like pre-COVID too. Like now, who knows? Like they probably come in with a guy in a hazmat suit. But um, <laughs> yeah, like even then it's, yeah, you're trying to thread this needle of like moving on to the next thing and like being polite to the, you know, the person who's sharing your your equipment. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a struggle, well, Sean. It's a struggle. Of- <laughs> first world problems yeah uh but you similar to what you talked about one of the advantages also is you can run with people in a different pace group than you if you wanted to you know have a conversation with a couple group of friends that may be either slower or faster than you it's like the perfect opportunity because you know you're all sitting in the same spot i've never run on a treadmill with well not the same treadmill obviously but i've never done like treadmill runs with f- friends I've done it with my wife where she's like running at the same time I am, but like that just so happens because we're at the same place. Uh, have you yeah. ever like said, hey, let's all hop on a trip yeah. together and chat? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I mean, the, the reason why I was going to Barry's was I was dating somebody who was obsessed with it and she liked going there. And it's great because, I mean, I just got done saying I'm trying not to be a snob. Uh, if we ran together, one of us would be trying harder than the other. Um, mm. Hopefully there was that delicate <laughs> enough um and so if we go to berries though we're just on uh treadmills that are parallel and uh yeah i mean it's it's a good way to introduce running into to yeah running together for people who are not the same skill level um yeah and yeah most gyms have you know treadmills all lined up next to each other there can be some contention like trying to find two that are right next to each other that mm-hmm. neither are out of order or whatever can be a bit of an issue but hypothetically it's it's a lot of fun yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, okay. So the next oh, one on. here, well, go ahead. Yeah, I'll do it. So yeah, you do it. Treadmills can be good for reducing injuries. It, it, there's some good things about treadmills in terms of injuries and some bad things. The, the good is that most treadmills have a, f- a fairly cushioned surface. Um, as treadmills age, they can get a little bit too cushioned uh, and that can be an issue. But if treadmills are maintained well, uh, it can really reduce the impact and the pounding on your joints. And um, also, it, you, you can't run downhill on treadmills, so you, you never get any downhill. 
which is some of the worst in terms of impact. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. a, a steady t- a treadmill diet can be pretty good for if you're trying to get running back into your program or if you're just, you know, if, if the pounding of the pavement is too much, treadmills can be a big help for that. Yeah. And the other thing is you don't have to do, think about a route. It's, you know, you just, yeah. you could go in a straight, the, the advantage and the disadvantage is you literally just go in a straight line and, and stare at something for <laughs> five minutes or 50 minutes or five hours. And right. Sean, you don't have still to worry the, about what the, the route is. We're still at the advantages part here. We're not supposed to be. <laughs> but I mean, it <laughs> is, you know, we, we've, talk- just yet. <laughs> we, we've talked about it where, you know, when you are, you know, having to think about a route all the time, you're consistently doing the same route. It can actually be demotivating where I don't, you don't want to go out on a run. And the thought about not having to think about what the workout is or what the route is and just being able to hop on the treadmill is, is, is quite nice. Um, I've had that, especially where in the winter growing up, like in Ohio, it's like, yeah, I want to go run like a quick 5k or something, but I don't, I don't know where I'm going to go. And it's like snowing outside and it's just easy to hop on a treadmill and, and get, get it done. Um, yeah, I, I mean, another, another nice thing about treadmill running is <laughs> in terms of, I don't know if this is, yeah, I don't know if falling is a injury. I guess that is a kind of injury, but yeah, I mean, treadmills don't have curbs. They don't have uneven terrain. They don't have potholes. They don't have any of the things that you can encounter when you're, when you're outdoors running. And especially for beginners running, beginner runners, it can, yeah, it can just give you some peace of mind that you don't have all those pitfalls to, to avoid. Well, the best one, it's, it's true. And, you know, for folks, if you are like live in a concrete, what do they call it? A concrete jungle where there's just concrete literally everywhere, like usually cities and things like that, where, where we're at, you know, concrete is a very, very hard service. Yeah. It's a very hard surface. And kind of going back to what you were saying earlier is the, the ability to, you know, recover or not have to continuously do that pounding and, you know, having that consistent service surface is, is quite nice as well. Um, but the best, the best part, and I've never done this, uh, well, you know, the TV is always playing, uh, if you get one of those like fancier ones or back in the day of, um, you know, you had the TV or whatever on the, the treadmill, you can, a lot of people watch TV or throw on an, put an iPad on a stand and just, you know, catch up on people didn't sit at the gym all the time. They'd run for like 45 minutes or an hour and just like watch a couple episodes of whatever. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I can't believe, yeah, I can't believe you've never watched TV while on a treadmill. Uh, I, what I used to do is I would uh, speed up during the commercials. So if oh, I'm watching like a, a ball game or a TV show, you know, the, the commercials come reliably every X minutes. And if you sprint through them, you know, it sort of adds a little bit of diversity I, into the workout. And that was kind of fun. So, yeah, I mean, in, in college, you know, I worked out like during the day, right? At like 11 o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock or whatever. And, you know, they always had a TV on with audio and I don't know, it's just like, I hated that type of like daytime TV that I was like, this is so boring and point. Like there's, there's like yeah. TV shows about like reviewing YouTube videos and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to focus on my run and get out of here. I don't know. Yeah. And it felt I like. Yeah, I don't have a strong opinion on the quality of daytime television. Well, I guess I do. It's bad, but. Uh, <laughs> and the iPad just order. came out. Yeah. Yeah, I remember okay. watching Law and Order, and what else would I would watch? It'd be good if you're watching like an NBA game or a baseball game. Baseball's That's not fair, as good yeah. because it's the the timeout. So slow. you know they do they do commercial. Yeah, but they do commercials, a pitching change or in between innings, and depending on how the game's going, like you can go. 
35 minutes without a commercial or you can yeah. have two commercial <laughs> breaks within like four minutes of each other. And it's sort of, well, yeah, we don't have to complain about baseball here. Um, well, if there, <laughs> if there are any other advantages that we might have missed, please reach out to us on the final turn pod on Twitter yeah. or email us because as, as you've probably heard, we're not experts on this and we, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of advantages, but we probably missed for a lot of folks that probably run on treadmills quite, quite, uh, a bit more than we do, but let's, yeah, let's, I mean, let's, <laughs> pivot, you want to pivot to disadvantages. Yeah. Let's not be too okay, hard. That we're in my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is, all right. This is one we know a little so, bit more about. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I want to be careful here. I look, some people don't have access to like good roads to run on or they're uncomfortable yeah. doing it. And I, you know, I just, I love road running. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, treadmills sort of make me, yeah, uh, I just don't, it's hard for me to motivate to do them and those kinds of things, but yeah, it's, 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 it, it's almost as good of a workout, if not exactly as good of a workout. And you know, it's, it's really not so bad. So if you enjoy treadmill running, don't doing let us something. talk yeah. you out of that. Don't, yeah. And like you're, you're running, which is the most important thing as you're getting out there, you're doing something, you're being physically active. And that is, that is, right. you know, the whole goal, right. And it's regardless if it's on a treadmill or going up a mountain or alongside a beach, you know, it's, it's good. But, uh, Right. Yeah, I think we're okay. Just, so, yeah, we like with it. those caveats, now we can now we can fully launch into our full throated <laughs> disparaging of, of treadmills. So, okay, all right. So, the first one on the list here is they can't make turns or go down, or go downhill. So, you're just mindlessly going in a straight line uh, the whole time. And if you're training for a race or some sort of event that's going to be outdoors, uh, it's not. You're not getting the the proprioception in your muscles. You're not you know, getting comfortable with the, the varying terrains like you do when you do mm-hmm. actual outdoor running. The the big one for me is kind of the, inac- I don't know if it's the inaccuracies, it's the, and I'm sure this has changed over the years, but you're, it's always hit or miss with the type of treadmill that you have, but it doesn't like sync with your smartwatch. And we, you know, we've talked about how crazy we are about the data and like making everything, making sure everything's perfect as the treadmill functionality on an Apple watch or the Garmin just is never accurate at all. So you end up like, like, oh, I want to run five miles today. The treadmill says you ran five, but then your Garmin says you ran three and a half. So you're like, oh, I have to run another mile and a half just so I can yeah. uh, uh, solve my neuroticism or, or cater to it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's tough with the treadmill because for starters, the motor doesn't stay perfect the whole time. And I think more expensive treadmills have some sort of calibration thing. But yeah, I mean, I've been to a gym and, you know, I'll be on one treadmill going at, you know, 8.0 and then I'll go to the one next to it at 8.0 or I'll have someone next to me and there says they're going 8.0 and it's like, I can see their belt is moving faster, slower than mine. (laughs) And so, yeah, like those sorts of minor inaccuracies add up over the course of a 20 minute or 60 or especially 60 minute workout. And I don't know that's. I mean, I know that I'm a little bit too neurotic about having perfect accuracy anyway, but yeah, treadmills sort of trigger me a little bit in, in that aspect. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mentioned that we will go ahead. Oh, I was going to go to the next one, but you can, I'll, I'll let yeah. you. Yeah. Know. Yeah. No, I, I was going to do the next one anyway. The, the thing I wanted to say about the next one is, so what I've written down here is the cushion surface of the treadmill may still inflict too much of a jarring impact on the back or stress, the hip, knee or ankle joints. This is especially the case with with old treadmills where they start getting too bouncy. 
Um, you want some bounce in order to reduce impact, but if it gets too bouncy, it's you're getting almost like a spring effect and you're getting more impact because of that. And because it's unnatural, you're training your body to, to run in a way that's not, not ideal. And so those are all things that are not great about treadmills. Yeah, it's like the, the variance of treadmills of like quality, usage rate, how old they are, name off any of the other traits. It varies widely yeah. uh, unless you're going to the same gym. Like, you know, usually at the, the, the gym that you're always going to has like the same treadmills and yeah, you know, there's or, not too much variance between them. And hopefully they do a decent job of maintaining them. I, I think it, like hotel gyms, they're horrendous for maintaining their treadmills. But most like normal gyms that people pay, you know, monthly fee to go to, I've they, they do a pretty good job, I, I would say, of maintaining yeah. them, at least from what I've seen. Or even if they don't, you can remember what the good one is and yeah. <laughs> always use that <laughs> and one. When that, when, and then when that when there's someone on that good one and you're like sitting there for five minutes and you're gonna you're asking like how much longer are you gonna take because <sighs> I want to call my specific treadmill. I have I've done definitely it. been there. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> so well, all right, what's our what's our next disadvantage? The, the big one is, you know, one, they're expensive. Uh, I, you know, the Peloton is probably the most expensive one that ranges between like $2,500, I think for the new base when they came out with like 4,300. And, you know, I think even a traditional treadmill, or if you go to like Dick's Sporting Goods or wherever it may be, is probably it's still like a thousand bucks or 1500 bucks. So it's expensive and it takes up a, like a lot of space and the maintenance is you can't just maintain or service a treadmill by yourself. i I'm sure some people anyway. have that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't. We, yeah, and I, I don't think like someone uh, grows up or like does uh, treadmill maintenance. So you have to pay to maintain the thing, and because if you don't maintain it, then it it you know it loses so much more value over time. It just like sits in the corner, and depending on where you live, physical space, you know, there it takes up a lot. So it kind of yeah, I guess all three of those of expensive physical space and it just takes like maintenance is is difficult from a, a personal ownership perspective. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, we're winding down on the disadvantages here. They're loud. So I actually, there's no way I could possibly have one in my apartment. Our listeners can't see, but I'm on the, the third floor and I'm in a building that was built in the early 1900s. And so if I had a treadmill, I think I would make my- <laughs> Get evicted. <laughs> yeah, I, it, would, it, would, it would be in short order. But even if, even if you do have good solid floor- uh, yeah, like the motor running and your feet pounding and all that stuff. It's just, you know, it's sort of a, uh, ear, ear sore. Is that a word? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that for me, the biggest one to, to, uh, this is my wrap up for the, there's, we can go on for forever about disadvantages, but the, the thing, the reason why I always choose to lace up and go outside is because you get to see the outdoors, you get to roam around you get to experience you get to see cool places um and I, that's like the the best part about running for me is you know the ability to just change of scenery change of terrain all these different pieces where your mind you know mentally it, it makes it mentally it's easier for me to go out on a long run on outdoors because i can switch it up i can change the route i can go out with people all these different things but when you're thinking about running on a treadmill, the biggest disadvantage is like you're just sitting and going straight for five, 10, five miles, 10 miles, whatever it may be. And it's, it's, I think it's good to do one every once in a while. Like, you know, there are certain circumstances where you have to go on a treadmill if you want to run, but the only running on a treadmill is you don't 
the best part about running is running outdoors uh, for me at least uh and for many people and you don't really get that part of it yeah i mean the mental health benefits of getting fresh air and sunshine if you're so lucky are well documented there are some people who have done extreme treadmill stuff like i i know running a marathon on a treadmill has been done zillions of times i cannot imagine doing that i i that my hats are off. oh my. my hat is off to those folks that's impressive yeah uh i've i saw a year or two ago a guy who did a live stream of his 100 mile uh 100 miler on a treadmill in his garage <laughs> oh my word what did like, he you better you better you better have like eight all eight seasons or nine seasons of the office just like up on that up on that tv to maintain that is uh, that is to keep going. unbelievable yeah good for him yeah, that that's that that's a definition of mental toughness um so do you have any all right oh go on yeah i mean so all right so that's sort of the pros and cons of, of treadmill running uh i wanted to talk about before we wrap up here there's a there's a topic of much debate with treadmill running, and that is if you want to try to simulate outdoor running, what incline should you set the treadmill at? And I, you know, I, I've known this has been a topic of some debate for a while, and I did some research heading into this episode, and it seems like people seem to agree that it's somewhere between one and two percent. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to simulate the same, you know, quote unquote, energetic cost or, or intensity of outdoor running. Um, and there are some parts with, with treadmill running that you don't get that you get with outdoor running. So the first is you don't get the wind resistance because you're just sort of hopping in place with every step on a treadmill. Um, and so the wind resistance is a, makes a big difference. And then also because the belt is moving, every time your foot makes contact with the belt, you're getting a little bit of help from the motor to get your to get your foot moving, which which makes treadmill running a little bit easier as well. But the agreed upon thing for uh, running at a moderate pace seems to be around one percent. Do you do that when you when you run on a treadmill? Nope i've I've <laughs> definitely <laughs> i I have increased the incline when doing treadmill runs for sure. Sure. But when sure, I sure. naturally when I step on one, I'm just like zero percent. Uh, wow. Now, are you going to going forward now that you know this? I'll give it a try. I, I just, I don't know. Like what is, this is the problem because with treadmills, again, everything varies, right? I feel like yes, when you yes. think, when you put incline, when you put a one incline, what does that mean? A one out of what? Is it 1%? Right. Is it one yeah. out of 10? Sometimes like, it's percent, it's, but, but sometimes it's yeah, just it's level so one, inconsistent. which is totally arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah, versus like for speed, like you know, like this is six miles an hour. This is set, so that is very consistent. Unless you go to like Europe and it's like kilometers per hour, you're like, oh, I have to do some like math in my head right now, which is always a mind. It's crazy. Yeah, let's, I, let's I, not I embarrass ourselves. <laughs> I just don't know what to do when it comes to the incline because again, it's is it it's it varies versus again speed. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll make it more than zero. I'll put it at that. Yeah, I. I think I always do. I, I, I read about this in Runner's World or something in like 2008. And ever since then, I've felt like I'm cheating if I don't have it on 1%. Mm. But that's fair. I always wonder if other people who are posting their treadmill runs are doing it at 1%. And I don't know. I'm, I'm Let always. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hit us up at, at, at the final turn pod on, on Twitter. But. I'm curious. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just always obsessed with like accuracy and 
yeah, the the very there's there's too many knobs to to, to dial with on, with a treadmill. With when you when you can see someone's run on their GPS watch, obviously, like there's a lot of variance there as well. But yeah, I mean, if you know the time and you know the the elevation change and you know the distance, you know you have a lot of information there to for for more fair comparison. <laughs> do you do you have uh, what's the fastest mile you've ever run on a treadmill? Do you know? <sighs> That's an excellent question. Um, I think probably like five forty-five or something. I mean, it starts getting insane when when you're going that fast. Treadmills aren't as wide or as long as I would like, and when you're going that fast, if you take a misstep, it could be curtains. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> could, the, the penalty for failure is very high, and so I think I've. In fact, I know the circumstance where I would try something like this. It would be if I'm at a gym and there's like a cute girl around I'm trying to impress or something. I would, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would try to go for broke, attract as much attention as possible to myself. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's been years since I have, but I, but I remember it's, it's sort of crazy. How, how about yourself? Uh, I've done a 507 is the fastest I've ever done on a treadmill. Yeah. Uh, I used to do I a lot. I used to just always try to, at the end of all of my workouts, if I didn't run that day, I'd always just try to do not an all out mile, but like a fast mile. So between sub 530 was always the goal. And I've always just kind of tried to to go after and see what I could do. Uh, in college, I've actually, I've burned out a treadmill. Uh, they almost tried to charge me for it because, you know, the max speed of treadmills is usually 12 miles an hour, which is a five minute mile. Yep. But if you like run it at like 11 and a half or 11.7 miles per hour for like longer than three minutes on these like crappy treadmills, they burn out. So literally like the treadmill stopped, the motor stopped in the middle of like my run at like 11 and a half miles an hour. And I almost ate it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. yeah, I've done, yeah. 507 was, uh, that was in college. I remember. And I've in college and after, so it was a, I haven't beat that yet. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen people eat it a couple times on treadmills at the gyms. It's, it's always, I mean, it's always one of those things where like first they're, like kind of embarrassed and then they need to like check and make sure they didn't break anything. <laughs> They're okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. One other thing I wanted to mention about uh, treadmill running, uh, you'll see people sometimes like holding on to the handles while they're running. Yeah. Especially if they're doing like a big incline and it's like, yeah, you're, I don't know. It just looks yeah, like use those arms. waiting the to arm, happen. The arms yeah. are what move. Yeah. Are yeah. What, I mean, uh, the, the whole point is to try to, I mean, look, some people have injuries and like specific reasons they're doing like bizarre routines, but uh, short of that, uh, yeah, try to run as normal as you can while you're on a treadmill. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. You have, you have anything else you want to say about treadmill running? Not too much. Uh, Kind of just going back of, Hey, it's a great way to run. Uh, You're getting out there. You're trying to improve some level of fitness, be it uh, just, you know, supplementing with your strength running, your strength work, or, you know, you need to go in and you need to be for various reasons. You need to go out on a treadmill, but getting out there, doing a run. Awesome. Very, it's a great way to, to build that cardio and, and be, be a runner. Uh, but highly encouraged to, to go outside and see some views, uh, when you can don't, don't just be on the treadmill. There's a lot of good things about, about going outside. Yeah. Yeah, here, here. I second that, and hopefully, we didn't drive away all of our treadmill listeners with this, <laughs> this smear, with this smear campaign. Smear um, <laughs> so, thanks for tuning in to this eleventh episode of the Final Turn. If you enjoy what you heard, or even if you hated it, let us know. We can be found on Twitter at the Final Turn Pod and by email at the Final Turn Pod at gmail.com. 
Thanks again for your support, and we'll catch you next time on The Final Turn.